This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. morning, Dion. I was getting so excited about the, the life of the Levites. We were talking about them not inheriting any land, but uh, they, yeah. certainly, they certainly got a lot more than just a piece of land in the, the call of service they had. But Brad, you know what I really enjoyed about what you were saying is just, just to encourage us to, to recognize that uh, you know, we, we tend to think of Christianity as, as only a contemporary faith. It, it lives yeah. in the present, and of course that's true. But we're also a historical faith. I mean, we, we come with the Christ who was present before the creation of the world. And all of this is contained in the scriptures. And, and every now and then it helps just to get that eternal perspective, you know, into the past, but also into the future. And, yeah. and absolutely, in, in that, you know, great view of eternity, some things, you know, just fall into place. There was a, a, a very famous um, uh, middle, uh, theologian in the Middle Ages. St. Anselm of Canterbury, who said, could add I eternitatum, what yeah. is this in the face of eternity? You know, so those things that we face today, uh, those little conflicts we have in our families, those uh, difficult colleagues we meet at work, could add hoc eternitatum, uh. what is that in the face of eternity? <laughs> That's so powerful. It's so powerful. Uh, a little earlier on, we were talking, uh, we were talking about... Um, the uh, how often we we hear it in movies, you know, where people will swear on God's name as if that'll twist somebody's arm to suggest that what they the, what they're trying to say is actually true. Believe the promise that I'm making because I'm going to bring God's name in here, and God would say, no, 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 that's not the way you got to do it. People are going to believe you at the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, Brad, and you know, this. I mean, one of the things that uh, that I've been thinking about, you know, as we as we come to the other side of Easter, to the resurrection side of Easter, is yeah. what does it mean to live that resurrected life? I mean, in in some senses, you know, we, we we can call upon the presence of God with us, but but there should be an integrity to that, and um, you know, just just to take that that uh, little metaphor of the movies uh, forward in, into this conversation. Yeah. Um, this last week I was reading in my devotions about um, James Cameron, the director of, of that movie Titanic, who, when he was interviewed, described the Titanic as a metaphor for life. He said, we are all living on the Titanic. Now, hmm. <laughs> that may sound a little doom and gloom, but um, there is actually a lesson to be learned here. You know, when the Titanic set sail in, in 1912, it was declared unsinkable because it was constructed using yes. an absolutely new technology. Um, previously, what, when a ship was designed, it, it just had one large vacant hull. So the, the bottom of the ship was one large vacant space into which goods and people were placed. And uh, the problem with that, you can imagine, is if anything happens to that large space, if a hole emerges anywhere, the whole ship is sunk. So what the designers of the Titanic did, uh, which was quite clever, was that they decided that they would create a number of watertight compartments within the hull of the Titanic. And so let's say one section of it got punctured, then only that section would fill up and the rest of the ship would be watertight. In fact, yes. they designed 16 of these uh, compartments. Tragically, however, we know that on the 15th of April, 1912, at 2.20 a.m., the Titanic sunk and 1,500 and 13 people lost their lives. Yeah. And, and it was thought 
that um, what had happened was that five of its water uh, compartments, uh, watertight compartments, had been ruptured in that collision with an iceberg. Yeah. However, when the when the wreck was raised, and I don't know if you, if you remember ever seeing a documentary about this, the first time that they actually raised the Titanic was in September 1985. They found it lying on on the ocean floor, yeah. and they opened, they lifted it up, and they went looking for this long gash, which they thought had ripped the ship's hull. Yeah. But what they discovered that the damage was only to one compartment, oh. and that particular compartment then because of the way in which it was designed, filled up with water, became so heavy that it ruptured the rest. Now, Brad, when I was thinking about that, I realized, you know, I think sometimes many of us make titanic mistakes. (laughs) Now, what do I mean by this? The thing that I mean by that is we sometimes think that we can compartmentalize our lives. We can separate our work life from our family life. We can separate our family life from our spiritual life. And in doing that, we think, well, we can, we can deal with God on a Sunday, mm. and we can deal with our colleagues between 7 and 5 on weekdays, mm. and we can deal with our family, you know, from 6 <laughs> until, until midnight. Yeah. And, of course, that's a mistake, because the reality is that in Christ, everything that, that happens in our lives is, is interconnected. And I think that's one of the things that I really want to encourage us as, as Christians to consider. Are you the same person? that you are at work as what you are in your prayer closet? Are you the same person in church as you are to your wife and children, your husband and children, uh, your parents when you're at home? Are you the same person uh, that you are on a Sunday morning when you're stuck in the traffic on a Thursday morning? Um, This is a very important thing. So maybe just to leave our listeners, Psalm 86 verse 11 Mm. Uh, David prays and he says, Lord, may I have an undivided heart. And that struck me again today, that that I long to have an undivided heart. I long to have Jesus at the center of everything that I do, so that if something should become ruptured, that the Lord is present in everything and that my life doesn't sink. Ah, Dion. You know, thank you for laying a foundation of what's possible um, and uh, for opening our eyes to the way that God has called us to live and the challenge out there. Are we the same person at work or anywhere else than we are in our prayer closet? Thanks for that challenge. And you can listen to this podcast again. I think it's something we need to listen to again and again. You'll find that on kpooper.co.za. Just go to uh, Get Up and Go Breakfast channel and just scroll down until you find uh, Professor Dion Foster. Dion, thank you so, so much for your time this morning. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks, my friend. Bless you and bless our listeners. Bye then. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.